0: Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go.
1: <laughs> what's up? Welcome
0: back to Astromanix, the show where we talk about wherever we want to talk about.
1: Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we do. It's an it's an open rebellion. <laughs>
0: I like if I'm looking at somebody's chart and I see something that isn't sex related, but that is maybe like personal or like, whoa, important. Yeah. um, I can't help but zone in there. You know, like I can't not
1: do that. Same. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I think it's our like sacred duty as astrologers to like inform.
0: Yeah, right? Like, I know you're here for sex, but uh, they got way more interesting shit happening in their ninth house, you know, or something like that, right?
1: Like, I think that's why it's interesting to do, like, BDSM results, like, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because it gives us kind of a an ex- a topic to start off with that is um, kind of vulnerable, right. right? But then we've seen it go to where we still switch topics to other important things, like... They can't not say, right? <sighs> and like, we're talking about our upcoming event right. and doing mini readings, right? 10 right? minutes, should we do sun, moon, rising? And then Lacey's like, no, we're just going to say what we see. And I was like, yeah. you're right, right? That's the best. That's the only thing we could really do ethically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure, promise that we could mm-hmm. say the important shit we see.
0: I know. And if I see something and it isn't in a vulnerable house, I cannot not talk about it yeah I mean beautiful you know you're like oh this is so hard this is hard for you like I can't
1: not empathize immediately and yeah somebody had asked me about um, affordable options for readings and I was (laughs) like okay well coming on astromanics is free (laughs) and we talk a lot about your astrology and they're like Yeah. yeah but like you would also ask about other things and i'm like yeah that is like part of the deal there is yeah. a little bit of like opening the door to vulnerability and some kind of question mark right um but you're talking to me it could be anonymous yeah, but yeah, we, yeah it is kind of its own chart reading in a way if it you're
0: is. if it you're is. open
1: to that you know and so, so can't you not.
0: Be anonymous but i will ask juicy questions
1: yeah you're like i will not not now ask those questions you turned on by <laughs> I just want to know okay
0: uh so today we're talking about megan fox and machine gun
1: i've wanted to do this for a while um because of her interest in astrology yes right um yeah when i
0: want to tell me about it
1: yeah when i saw that clip that i showed you where she was talking about knowing his whole chart yes Mm-hmm. Um, that's my first time I got super intrigued. Right. And then I think I saw her on Tyler Henry mm-hmm. and she was talking a little bit more about her family and the psychic like, gifts and stuff. And then I was like, there's so much depth to this depth to this person mm-hmm. that has this reputation for being um just hot. Yeah right and like I feel like that's transformers or that was what I remember hearing around transformers it's yeah, just please. a less like stereotype mm-hmm. and then to hear her speak astrology right mm-hmm. like astrologies <laughs> yeah um I don't know I I was just like um no I could feel it almost right from her right mm-hmm. that, that there's an importance and an understanding and an intuitive nature about it and so it made me more interested in her as a person right. like I want to know more Tell me about your psychic gifts, about your astrological gifts.
0: And I think what's wonderful about seeing, because like, right, she's ridiculously hot, right? She's definitely the hottest celebrity, in my opinion, that we've covered or that I've covered, right? Because she is just stupid hot. But I think pretty people or gorgeous people have a reputation for being mean, right? They have a reputation usually for being stupid. They have a reputation for being vapid. And so I think I like looking at people's astrology sometimes because it'll actually change my mind about their intelligence level or right. their emotional, right? It will change my mind about it. It so creates
1: compassion always. It, it always seems to create compassion, um, but you
0: know, who's a chart I was looking at and it changed my mind about a Ben Affleck. I was looking at his chart and he had like Eros in the ninth and I was like, okay, you turned on by being taught and by higher levels of thinking. Okay. Okay.
1: You know, like I remember. Right. Like, You're all relatable. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I may or may not have a thing for sagges, you know, Sag or people with ninth house placements or Sagittarius placements. Right. I, I, I love being taught. I've got a thing for teachers. What can I say?
1: <laughs> what can, I say?
0: What can um, I say? So this is them, right? Machine yeah. Ben Kelly, let me get a a bigger picture here looking very emo in the picture on on YouTube so we're posting this up on YouTube too as well as on Astromanics the podcast so you can see our faces
1: and if the you want or not <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah we're looking at pictures of them together right my favorite role of hers was new girl have you do you remember her um, being a new girl uh, making a fox
0: did a little yes. arc i've seen like all of them um i do i but i no i don't remember any of the specifics i
1: you know okay i just loved her right her her character was um kind of i think of some parallel of her Mm
0: -hmm. this
1: resting bitch face but ultimately nice person or something right Right. and like uh there's more than what you see on the surface is kind of was the theme of that person i was like this feels authentic right watching her act this i think this is her right right but yeah i mean i feel like that was the best character and that's just a good show in general i feel like was it her and nick had some like romance which you know is gonna be good right like um witty if nothing else but yeah yeah, okay so like they're very dramatic right but they're like um when they dress up for like red carpets and stuff i always see headlines where they're like megan fox is basically naked i'm always (laughs) like hell yeah right do it (laughs) i love that that can be such a headline grabbing thing for her over and over and over again
0: right It's like
1: i wonder how it'll be when she gets
0: older though because uh looks don't stay around you know so it'll be interesting to see how I don't age. know I kind
1: of feel like maybe it comes from an empowering place so I would be really curious how that ages right like yeah I bet it stays I don't think I think this feels like a very empowered person who got kind of a weird reputation for a minute of being right that uh, vap- vapid or something and I don't think that's right no I don't think that's right either
0: um and and people especially um um we I think as a culture also have um sort of vil- uh uh downplayed the intelligence of highly emotionally intelligent people and compassionate people. And um, so when people are talking, for example, the term woo woo, I kind of don't like that anymore because it's like diminishes the intelligence of those actual practices. I mean, it's no small thing to be able to tap into someone who's obviously being affected emotionally and being like i see you being affected emotionally right like and you know being able to talk about it but yeah
1: woo like they diminish yeah it's Mm -hmm. just like potentially condescending term right because they're like trying to oversimplify and summarize like a subject that's pretty complicated with like a patronizing term or something like that right and then it makes it it weird
0: it doesn't command attention or it doesn't, you know, command something to pay attention to. Maybe
1: like the respect it deserves is what yeah.
0: it, right? Like, yeah. I want to be like you try and woo-woo. Oh wait, that's right. You can't, you know, like, cause
1: it's, it's not easy, you know? Yeah, right. Anyway. And it's not something you can like logic or learn in a book. It's a lot of intuition, right? And people sometimes don't love things that you can't study. Um, right. Hard, Right. right. things that are more felt
0: yeah exactly and then i think the other thing that it does um not only does it the term woo -woo, you know diminish the person but you can internally you can internalize that diminishment i'm not smart because i do find interest in these subjects that are soft sciences right or
1: whatever they call it that right. was really hard about being in like a collegiate environment for a while, right? Um, mm-hmm. Oregon State, like awesome school, like super beautiful, like architecture, and it's like so, um, for a sad, right? Love right. like being around so much learning, but it did kind of definitely make me feel super harsh about, um. Right. One, not achieving enough, right? There was a, a really competitive environment. So like right. you and I with our Aries can be really susceptible, I feel like, to Very. competitive environments. And so it was like everybody there believed engineering was the height of intelligence, like the height of, right? right? So it's kind of like you want to be on top of this hierarchy naturally as a competitive person. So then your brain leans towards, well, if they can do it, I can do it right and it changes what you're actually there to do or what you want to do right Mm -hmm. and like because it feels like there's a judgment and like a right oh don't say you're into spiritual things you'll get labeled and there was definitely like a negative context around like being a psych major or an art or Mm -hmm. anthropology right those things that didn't require like a ton of math and a ton of chemistry those were not valued the same way right and it was yeah. I was very susceptible to that and as yeah. a younger person right like that was oh, I switched yeah. my major a lot so I just wanted to prove myself mm-hmm. I was like that's expensive way to do that yeah
0: right well I am smart and so is Megan Fox Looks, look at her chart yes all right whoop so that's Megan Fox again. That's who we are talking about today. Hey, <laughs> so this is her chart. Um uh okay. So a Capricorn rising with a exalted Mars on the
1: ascendant, right? I can't see the top very well. Yeah. Can we move the box over? Oh, what is it? Oh, like- wait. Never mind, that's on my end. Sorry. Oh, oh what? <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. I tried to move it, and I, yeah. Anyway, okay. She doesn't have any squares to Jupiter,
0: which is interesting because somebody that that's like a hot a hotness thing, but she has it Mars exalted on the ascendant. I wonder if that extreme sexual right. That's extremely. Uh. Uh. So Capricorn is goals, right? Is a boss bitch, right? Is cardinal, right? Yep. So a sexual boss bitch. That's
1: kind of what it makes me think of a little bit there. Well, empowered for sure, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. um, you think of an Aries cap combo, right? For this like first house. And like, uh tell me this isn't somebody who's like gonna push back right like right somebody throws some something ridiculous at you this is a, a definitely boss pushback type yeah. right? like take no shit
0: <laughs> this is Are someone we- who wins the war right yeah
1: because right.
0: um the reason why mars is considered exalted in capricorn is because um Capricorn is goals, is achieving, is manifesting. And Mars is, I want the quickest, directest route to get there. Um, But being in an earth yin sign, it slows down Mars's role and then gives it a mountain perspective. I can see how the war is won living atop this
1: mountain, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a wisdom that um, Capricorn brings, right? Like a grounded wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's also cardinal yeah right also speaks that cardinal language but it's uh later in the the zodiac wheel so it's a little bit more mature right yes. by saturn mm-hmm. um so yeah i could kind of naturally have that um like grounding effect that bigger perspective right
0: and then neptune um neptune's also here in the first right neptune cap and neptune gives a glamour a behind the scenes a transcendence right um people who i know have neptune on the ascendant tend to also be which is interesting to say but they tend to also be not masculine or feminine there's an ambiguity that neptune gives because neptune goes whatever i don't remember right and mars gives a masculinity right a sexual masculinity right so It's interesting to have this Neptune who gives a glamor and a magnetism to a Mars wisest of sexual pursuit, if you will. Right. Right. Uh, Clever. Right. Um, So I wonder if in Megan's lifetime, um, she will maybe bounce between a masculine and feminine physical persona not as in like you know trans or anything like that for her necessarily but i wonder if she feels empowered when she dresses masculine sometimes and acts masculine
1: right in a way maybe has an affinity for like androgyny or something right because of what you could see with machine gun kelly right like there's a femininity there you're right, which, right like a softness but i mean also like there's a punkness right like i i see that but like Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i think there's an emotional element to him though that comes across and very um, yeah there's very
0: Uh uh-huh oh yeah there's a a feminineness to machine gun kelly right right somebody because like you associate femininity with um flow and wearing caring about what you're wearing is a very feminine yin thing receptive right tends to be
1: we see his chart Yeah, you want to see his chart? Yeah, Uh, I want to take a peek at his chart. Just in my mind to balance the two, right? Like getting a a view of hers. Right. Oh, so he's got an AC in
0: Gemini. My daughter has that. Um, So likes to change outfits a lot, right? Uh, Depending upon what the event is, Kaylee will, when she was little, she would change her outfit five times a day, right? Right,
1: right. Like the, yeah. Well, it's kind of just a almost ADHD, like constantly curious type, right? Like that kid right. uh, mm-hmm. has the capacity to learn a lot. Gemini rising. Take right. in a lot of information, learn a lot of information and still retain childlike wonder. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's a, it's kind of a magical Peter Pan thing. It's like a great storyteller too. Like there's a ability yes. to tell,
0: you know, stories to
1: yourself and to others right really interesting but then cancer second house right so that softness Mm -hmm. that we that presents there is kind of a a resource i wonder if psychic vibes are a
0: resource for him too he's got a lot of water and she's talked about being psychic right and yeah i
1: wonder if he does
0: have that too
1: you know i would think so because of the pisces like 10th house right and then a lot in the 12th Mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on in the 12th That's
0: right like he's like all water like eighth house is scorpio ruled right
1: but he's yeah but yeah saturn there right right has that um same psyllium and scor- or uh capricorn mm-hmm. right that that trio that we talk about that generational yes. uh Saturn, yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah interesting um but I hear that in the music I can hear that in his music for sure but yeah so like a Pisces Mars and a Capricorn Mars I bet that's interesting and then he's got Venus Pisces like you yeah but with a moon and an Eros there Lacey tell me what that would be like (sighs) okay so
0: he is an alien who was dropped off and was told to think about love. <laughs>
1: <Figure> <laughs> out this, out love. Is, this is the simplest way I can put this. Like, <laughs> an so alien obsessed in, with love. He
0: spawned in to a video game. And in this video game, he has to use, he has to figure out attraction, love, Um, spirituality how that all commingles he has to also learn how to mitigate his longing his depth of love
1: hero victim okay like that yeah um the video game that you're talking about him getting dropped into i imagine looks like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind remember how they're like running through different rooms yeah 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 mind that's what i picture
0: it's everywhere his emotional he is volatile right like um so when I think of Pisces there's highs and lows and mm-hmm. a lot of water in a person's chart I've I've heard people say this several times that Pisces often feel like there's no one who feels this more than me right yep for sure <laughs> I feel like there's no one who has ever existed who's ever felt the depth of
1: love that I feel yeah like there's no way for me to describe it. It's the deepest feeling ever. Nobody will ever understand. It's impossible. There's no for anybody to be. I logically know it, but there's no way. Right. It's um, but it's felt, and it's Deeply. hard to argue and communicate things that are felt so mm-hmm. intensely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hero or victim thing too. Can come in as like, to feel things so deep. Right can be so heroic, but then also, if you let it, it can it can take you down. Right in this victim way, where it's like it gives misery. And there's an element of that that doesn't mind misery, right? Like Mm -hmm. pain, longing, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. There's an addictive, beautifully complex sign. It's like. I see these women are super magnetic. I feel like if you meet, it's like meeting. Well, m-
0: women, because our culture and most cultures um, view women as beautiful. M- you know, we think of yes. mermaids. Mermen are kind of like, okay, whatever. But like when you think of mermaids, you think of sirens, people who can ensnare you with their beauty and their voice. People if, who can dress yeah. whatever they want to dress, you know, exotic. Right. If men are doing it, it's villainized because men are taught to be, um, you have to be a hero. You cannot be a victim. Right. Like, uh, and so if you share your feelings, and Pisces is a feelings place. Right. So if you, as men, um, will often get, um, you know, belittled for crying. I bet Machine Gun Kelly was definitely gotten in trouble for crying, had to, Sixth house Scorpio hide himself every
1: day, right? Yeah. Hide your intensity, right? Hide your mm-hmm. um, in- your inquisitive, curious, investigative nature would be right secretive daily.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Um, but has an
0: inordinate amount of luck. He has an exalted Jupiter and an exalted Venus. Oh my God
1: just uh i hear what you're saying though like on the um femininity front is like um i i believe that this much pisces would probably love to be a mermaid male or female but our culture right um encourages right femininity right, right um based on gender and that's like super not fair right um because everybody should be allowed to be a mermaid right? right they should be allowed to lean into their feelings and their siren calls and their deep feels in a feminine way right but we don't encourage that as a culture which is unfortunate and I do like living in Portland because it doesn't feel like right. I feel like as collectively there's a lot of people that want to break that down so yeah. then there's it's just, it's a beautiful thing but yeah. um but yeah no I, I hear what you're saying mm-hmm. Pisces women. Yeah. are alluring because they've been allowed to um to bask in that right mm-hmm. whereas men would probably be told to push it down right um which isn't which means Stop like crying. You yeah you okay. don't have that yeah being so that
0: sensitive right and then this so pisces is also tends to be a little less uh monogamous
1: oh right? yeah <laughs> A little bit of a ghost
0: ghosting. Oh, he definitely swims away when he feels uncomfortable, right? Pisces goes, uh, Pisces only. So the uh, there's three water signs, right? Scorpio has a hard ass shell, hides, souls ready, right? Um, cancer, crab, fucking hard ass shell, right? A fish only has scales. Yeah. So they're, their only defense is swimming away and fast.
1: Thank you
0: so definitely not fighting right it's peace out yeah (laughs) he's got mars here too right mars and pisces so fight like a fish that is swimming away right you know um your warrior has already been here done that his mars is at the end right because it's the pisces is sort of the end of the line so in some ways machine gun kelly must have lived it makes me think of like living a bunch of lifetimes and has figured out some stuff maybe and past lives and now he's here to teach it because it's a jupiter ruled sign also so something about teaching about motivation and love and attraction and emotions and inner world definitely something about him i i don't even i know nothing about him but definitely something about this person is supposed to bulk masculinity in a man way i guess right something about you know
1: which um you know we were watching that uh misery business cover they did mm-hmm. like, you know paramore song yeah. and his nails were painted a bunch of different right. like pastel colors while he's shredding on a guitar really lot of colors yeah hilarity they were right? like a, a an absolute right beast on this instrument and then the softness of the nails being painted was really cool to see right yeah. like yes That's perfect
0: right um but yeah definitely musician musical definitely loves animals Gots too um mars kind of makes an anti wherever it is though so who knows really what you know so mars is there gives an aggression so aggressive music and then right. venus is beautiful pastel nails so it's kind of a perfect um his son is in taurus 12th house 12th house is a pisces overlay so this is a very heavy Pisces person, right? Right. Um, I wonder, where's his arrows? His eros arrow is in Pisces as well. I wonder if a way that they would, I wonder if he loves um, sort of merging deep emotional sexual connection.
1: Right? I would imagine so. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe that's something that they um can we see their sinistry now? Cause like now I'm wondering, you know, was her influence something that maybe helped encourage some of that? Right? I imagine. Should we put her on the outside then? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, have his be the inside. Yeah, and then we could switch it if we want. May pause. There we go. Yeah, we can switch it.
0: Okay. Come back and I'll share my screen. Boop. All right. Here's them. Here he's on the inside, inside wheel. Okay. And then she's on the outside wheel. They both have a sun in Taurus. So it means they both love quality
1: over yeah. quantity. Right. Hers is a later degree. His That's is right. uh, two degrees in t- Taurus, which right it's kind of like a baby Taurus, right? Like a mm. little bit of a right. Could be a different vibe. I mean, I don't uh I don't go super hard into the decans, yeah. but uh um, Yeah they think similarly too. Mercury on Mer, her Mercury her Mercury's at sixteen degrees Taurus
0: and his is at 17 degrees Taurus. Yeah, right. So they think in fixed, good enough commitment in a way, right? Like But she's a cap rising, right? Is that- she is. She's and so, so her rising fits right into his eighth house of home. So
1: nice yeah um because i was thinking if you have a 12th house mercury mm-hmm. it would be nice for somebody to have your same mercury right because it would be that mirror that you need to understand yourself better right ju- not just your sun and the way you shine being reflected back at you but the way I you communicate a lot. yeah oh god yeah i mean I know firsthand that the sin in the 12th house is like naps, whether you like it or not, which yeah, I'm like, how do you not like a nap? Like I <laughs> not like a nap. I know, I love them, but yeah. I don't understand. But let's see. Yeah. His eighth house. Okay. Oh, and her, I see. So
0: wait, was her, I in her fifth. Let me look at hers really quick. Yeah. Her, I is in her fifth. So, um, she it feels more at home um sort of with friends right that's like
1: a a friend's um romantic people's vibe right and then i feel like for this chart in particular for this sinistry, it would be like she'd be at home in his darkness right and his like yeah. spirituality in his 12th house-ness right right the things that uh are Pisces and alluring, but very confusing and not clear. I think uh, it would seem like she's more at home with that and can communicate in that, and can bring a flashlight, which would maybe be difficult, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uncomfortable. But, but in the I, but the
0: IC, her IC is there, and IC makes it privatizes. It makes it a little more private. I think. Right. So she also wouldn't want to expose him too much. Because she herself has a value for privacy,
1: there I guess in a way. Or... I wonder. Right. Um, um. Let's see. She's got an MC in Scorpio, mm-hmm. and a Pluto next to it, and then her south node is almost Scorpio. It's funny, and I am Libra,
0: right? Or it it just came from Scorpio, right? The south
1: node right yeah yes yeah. yes yeah you're right yeah. um but like still on that cuspy space right it's not zero so it's it's firmly in there but it's uh it's still i think degrees are interesting right when yeah. you start like, you know they are karmically what does it say that your your nodes are sitting on that anaerobic degree
0: yeah. I know. I noticed that she has a North node in Aries, 29 degrees and mine's 29 in Leo. So like I kind oh, of, sh- I notice when I see things like that, you know, that's
1: interesting. Yeah. Where are your guys's vertex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: my vertex is in Libra, but I, you know, I know hers, hers is, I just saw her vertex, her anti-vertex is here. Her vertex is in Leo yeah. 24 degrees moon is in leo as well so that means that it her- would not be surprising if you guys met and
1: hit it off at all
0: me, oh, we would definitely hit it off we both uh-huh. uh, she has a
1: jupiter in pisces we're gonna switch this to the synastry of Lacey and megan fox <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know right what would we do uh, sorry machine gun
0: kelly but well want agree. me to tell you how i'd seduce her yeah okay Look at her. tell trying. me All right, so she's a Capricorn. So she's really turned on by go-getters and motivators, right? Mm -hmm. And that means to stroke her ego. What I would do is I would talk about um, how impressed I was with how she's winning the war, how she is using her sexuality um, in a way that empowers her and how I marvel at how she uses that um, and, and how she can silence anyone because of it, right? Like and and that's just true. I'm t- I'm an Aquarius, so I can't be inauthentic. So I really am yeah.
1: authentically inspired by that, right? Um, and I think the Saturn, the Sage, and Saturn twelfth house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have a thing for Sag's. <laughs> I think that you would be an interesting reflection, right? Yeah. You would intrigue that twelfth house quite a bit because of that, um, right? And then. That would be, as we know, right, compelling for Megan Fox, who is attracted to dark understanding, maybe. (laughs) Yes. Is attract very
0: attracted to dark understanding and teaching it, right? So this is part of so her grandmother, right? So Saturn represents old maturity, sometimes grandparents, grandmother, grandfather, right? And she's talked about inheriting some psychic abilities from ancestors and that definitely shows here in the 12th house Sagittarius taught
1: right belief right, right? taught spirituality taught uh intuition from ancestors, yeah and in a taught,
0: house like via death right. somehow maybe like here's things right it's Taught things
1: from the other transcendence side. right yeah it's it's like an ultimate wisdom right kind of um, place and then she has a Taurus fifth
0: house where her son is. So she's going to teach me a thing or two about sensuality. Really, truly. She's going to teach me. I'm going to let her. <laughs> it's kind of like
1: what you're, you're going to be like a human art canvas, right? That would be like um, creativity yeah. through yeah. sensual pleasure. Oh
0: my God, you know, it would be amazing. She would love this. Oh, she really loved this. I know another Taurus son, Leo Moon. Actually, it's, it's reversed. It's a Taurus. Anyway. But, um, we met at a sex club because of course we did. And, um, we were drawing on her body with glow in the dark markers. Right. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think bringing markers in and then letting her draw on me spiritual things. So she would have an understanding maybe of like spiritual runes or symbols. I would imagine being so interested in that and letting her draw them on different parts of my body would be really interesting. Yes, right you
1: on theirs right because taurus would love the sensation Mm -hmm. right those like different um uh what's the word i'm looking for not sensations the different like stimulus stimuli like yeah 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 right um super taurisy to play with like textures and
0: yeah, she has a Venus in Gemini. So telling a story, talking uh, and drawing a story on the body. Um, I, she has the moon in Leo and it's in the eighth house. And eighth house requires a little more control. So I don't know that she'd be so down for me writing on her unless she knew me better.
1: Right. Like, True. That could be a That could be a deeper layer, right, than would be initially available.
0: Right. But like, I would definitely... Um love. I would she would be down. Uh I okay. So Eros, she has an Eros in Aquarius, right? That means that she's erotically turned on by nerdy science people for sure, right? She's turned on by science. She feels erotically attracted to the science and astrology, right? Because Aquarius is also astrology. And she, friends, right? And mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. So she's erotically turned on by intelligence and tr- perspective. Yes. So if I came at it, like I'm a nerdy scientist, let me, let's do these experiments, right? I think that would be an interesting way to come about it too, right? I want to try this. This is the goal. Uh, You know, if we have like goals in mind or whatever, what do you want to achieve? What do you want to feel at the end of this would be something that'd be interesting, right? You're going to
1: guess a kink.
0: Okay. If I was going to guess a kink uh, for this, so her... Uh, fifth house is Taurus, and her Mercury is there. So, she, so for sex for fun and sex for pleasure is definitely like five senses, right? Um, for sure is the five mm-hmm. senses.
1: And then her moon. Okay. So, her moon in the eighth house gives. So, you're thinking, whole, wait, yeah. so Taurus. So, that would be like wine and dine and then a massage and then, yeah. Is that what you're thinking when you say Taurus like five senses? Or... I was
0: thinking like that, but um, I was trying to think of refining it. My Virgo wanted to refine, dial it in right. more. Yeah, he's It'd got a make moon any... in an occulty place, right? Oh yeah, which means that like, um, I think of like tarot cards, right? I think of bringing in some kind of spell work, some kind Something. of thing. Her kink would be bringing in ancestors somehow. I think her kink would be bringing in the occult right? Her kink would be somehow um, bringing in um, old teachings, maybe, right? Um, Her kink would be, I learned this. um, I've harvested these herbs, right? Taurus, I think of like, you know, plants, flowers. So making the ambiance. So the ambiance would have to be something beautiful, right? Wh- I have- Wh- like a witchy
1: cottage core.
0: Yeah. Environment. Yes. A witchy cottage core. Um, and then on the outside it's flowers Sorry. on the inside it's, um, Capricorn looking. So I think of like, you know, sharp, clean lines. Modern. Yeah. Um, Venus is story, right? So, um, yeah, something about uh informing her of old stories of how to connect sensually right something about old teachings on a cult mm. and i'm going to um perform them on your body as you you know right like a reiki <laughs> right right
1: right <laughs> I almost wonder if music would be part of it, right? So oh. that's the 12th house with Saturn and everything. So
0: yes. Yeah,
1: like a mass seduction that you're like totally detailing out right now. <laughs> yeah. And then um Leo rules um
0: the eyes. So she'll probably have eye makeup on of some kind, I would imagine, you know. Um but yeah, that's I guess what I think of. So nurturing, right? So the environment would have to be quality uh, nice sleek. Right. I think of cancer homes, you know, um, I am Aries and her fourth house is Aries. So she'd feel at home with me immediately inexplicably. Right. Yep. So, and then I have a Venus in Pisces in the 12th. So I think she went and she's a Jupiter. She's a Jupiter in Pisces.
1: (laughs) Right. So I I really hope that you guys meet one day because this feels, um, Oh yeah. Like it would be really fun. (laughs) It
0: would would have to be magical spiritual sort Hmm. of uh occulty. And that would like I think I think I think her having her own revelations. Yeah. Yeah. These aha moments, like inspirations. As she's having this experience with her body and as I'm facilitating it, I guess. Yeah. Somatic uh coaching (laughs) for you. Right. Um, I know I noticed that she and machine gun Kelly. So her, her Jupiter is at 17 degrees Pisces and his Venus is at 17 degrees Pisces. Wow. She would be so attracted to his beliefs, right? She would be, he probably teaches her because Jupiter rules Sagittarius, right? I bet she is extremely attracted to his depth. She will see some kind of Deaths that she probably feels like she can't get enough of
1: right how do you think there's um mars saturn all this capricorn feels together right that's his eighth house her first house right he has saturn there mm-hmm. neptune uranus she has mars ac neptune
0: yeah and mars saturn's at home in domicile in Mm -hmm. Saturn and then Mars is exalted that's what COVID that when COVID hit that's what it was
1: right so that I think lends to a nice um because when you would think about it's a power couple yeah right Saturn and Mars could be potentially like power trip right um but with the being exalted being happy and at home right right it Mm -hmm. it might lend to some ease there maybe even more of an attraction
0: yeah or more of a marvel right more of like a oh shit um mars can see saturn as um not moving quick enough not being you're too slow in some way right like get with the program a little bit hurry up i gotta (laughs) drag you along and then saturn here to mars could be like calm the fuck down (laughs) like uh, right uh you know
1: i move slower than that you know in a way and, oh i'm sorry i was looking at like the um 29 degrees aries north node and then the two degrees Taurus Sun. oh sorry where uh, uh, the, the, the 12th oh. house his 12th house where his son is and how close uh north node is to that her north node right and right that caught my attention a little bit just now it's like um mm. he would be shedding light on her evolution right her karma mm-hmm. and she would
0: feel magnetically drawn to his so her north known is in his 11th house he will have changed his mind profoundly around friendships, right? She's going to affect him in his community, in the world, how the world sees him, right? Right. He's going to become aware of how the world sees him via her being right. around him. And then- a 12th yeah. house, yeah. And then his North Node is going to change her second house of resources and values- so he is going to affect the way uh, her eros. He is going to change her erotic values.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a resource. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, I was going to look at the, so we have a Mars, a Saturn Mars contact. Um, and they're both in awesome placements, so they work more as benefics rather than malefics in their chart. They, they just have the luckiest charts. Off. Right. Like what that looks like. It's kind
1: of the conclusion.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no significant uh, oppositions or squares. Um, okay, so that's her. Let's look at his Mars here. Yeah, no. Uh, okay, so his Mars is in a where to her saturn uh this means then that some uh the ways in which she wants to move forward and build and mature um his mars may want to fight
1: a little bit about it right a lot of Of pisces though a lot of pisces does not want to grow up necessarily right because that's adulting is hard or Pisces. Right. We're talking about swimming along, not planning.
0: Right. However, they he has a Jupiter in Cancer. So it kind of mitigates whatever that square would even be. Um, but yeah, fighting over boundaries, right? Fighting over seventh house matters, right? Might be a thing. His career um, and fighting with her her and how she fits into his
1: committed partnerships right 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 i believe we have like a blended family i know i think he has a daughter and i know she has kids i think like i don't know details Mm -hmm. but i know i've heard reference to like kids on both sides and so i imagine that there's a little bit of that with like you know um both would be really um intense parents yeah so then there would be an intensity with merging family right right
0: and then his mars is a square to her son um but kind of that would be more it'd be more of a square if it was in gemini here but it's not it's you know so it's like even their squares are the things that could be an issue right um ultimately are mitigated by their extreme benefics yeah and the fact that their malefics are benefic it's you know what i mean
1: you can yeah i mean overall you can see like instant attraction you can see like karmic levels you can see spirituality strongly on both sides right and valued mm-hmm. um yeah this is I think it would be hard for pisces to find their other half in some ways right yes. and so this is kind of interesting to see a nice interlocking with that much pisces a nice so, commitment yeah. possibility right because um pisces does like to swim away yes
0: um it because it's unsure right there's right. an uncertainty that comes with pisces i'm not certain and how can you commit forever i've heard that people who have like Um, Chiron in Pisces. Oh, we'll have a hard, well, was it Chiron? I forget what it was, but uh, Juno, Juno in Pisces. um, There's like a harder time saying, yes, I'm going to commit to you forever because forever who can say what forever is, right? Right.
1: What is the definition of that? So how can I
0: promise you something that I myself can't foresee, you know, it's interesting
1: yeah uh yeah yeah but i think that um she's like uniquely suited to appreciate the things that would be yeah problematic if Mm -hmm. the appreciation for some of that pisces and that uh mystery and that sensitivity right instead of working against it which is interesting because as a cap rising Mm -hmm. you'd wonder. Right, but there's so much spirituality in there, so it's kind of like taking that seriously. Yes, would be more of the spiritual thing in the. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and it's really interesting. So their composite chart is is similar to Jeff and mine. Uh, We're both. Jeff and my composite is Pisces rising as well. Jeff and I got together. We met music. Right, he was playing and I was singing, and it was a church, which is a religious place. Um, I don't know where they met, but i wonder if they met on a music set or in a spiritual place um it would have felt like major karma because north node composite here is like right there um so that would feel pretty fucking intense
1: um and then okay. so he uh, mm-hmm. he's got a song called um uh, my ex is or ex my ex best her uh you know my ex so that makes it all feel complicated or something so my ex's best friend is something like that um and i love it because it's kind of this like e- like bringing back emo kind of music which totally hits like a nostalgic thing for me and made me love it. Yeah. but i want to say that there was something about um i want to say like he describes almost like a karmic like meeting mm. right like an irresistible like coming together or like eye contact and then like an understanding or something right like i have right. to listen to it again but I, the vibe i got was like it very much reminds me of how a pisces would poetically describe karma right yeah. like the allure and magnetism of no words only felt it was felt. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: but I'm it was screaming. felt like by both of us
1: was kind of the current
0: was affecting me right because pisces is in water and it's a fish, so, like, the current affects me. I, I keep swimming against the current. What do you expect me to do? Right? Right. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Well, I think they're definitely a good fit.
0: Yeah, you know, like, uh, I mean, there's they definitely have, like, obvious amounts of luck on either side. When I look at their composite chart here, I wonder if after, like, 12 years of being together, maybe even 11, because... Saturn's here. Mars kind of severs. And I've noticed that in couples charts, Mars has the capacity to either sever or, uh, make stronger in a way. So I don't know. I wonder if around that time, you know, they might experience something that makes them want to separate, you know, um, Anyway, I know when I was looking at J Lo and Ben Affleck's composite chart, it looked like they got together really fast and then split up after two years because Mars was in like the third. And then sure enough, that's what happened, you know, because the composite is where you meet the next year, the next year, the next year, the next year. Right. So I wonder if after the 12th year, Mars has a tendency to sever. Oh, if they, you know. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't sever then um, it can be where you finally figure out how to work together,
1: right? Or something like that. And I learned. those are my thoughts. Um, So I was looking up that song and those lyrics. Mm. And it was released the same year that they got together. So I want to say maybe it was about them, but um. The part that I was talking about was uh, you walked into my life at 2 a.m. because my boy's new girl is your best friend, right? So they were like meeting through other couples yeah. as friends. Act like you don't seem will Play pretend. Your eyes already told me what you never said. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, now we're in the backseat. Like they start making out or whatever. But yeah. like uh, your eyes already told me what you never said to me. was interesting right because I was like that feels very like Pisces is in super drawn to you and I like don't know why but I can feel it's mutual
0: yeah I can like if I'm into a person because I have that Pisces Venus right and it's in the 12th house of can't tell so like I can tell by somebody's eyes if they're attracted to me um unless I'm attracted to them if I'm attracted to them then somehow my, I, I avert my eyes automatically right i will like because i don't want to show anyone else that i'm into this person and i especially sometimes i want them to know it's complicated you know it just feels complicated
1: oh complicated is like a pisces the anthem <laughs> i know it is well um yeah i would i would stamp yeah. this as like a good match
0: yeah it was yeah. a good match um yeah i mean there's nothing that blatantly stands out i mean as far as like squares go and so like that it's like they have for every malefic square or problematic square they have some other benefits so if they can really lean into the pisces themes the Jupiter themes, right? The transcendence themes, if they can like lean into that as uh, there's something deeper here than what, you know, if they can like lean into that, that, that spiritual growth, we're here to spiritually grow each other. Like if you could lean into that, then Right. right. It would make it easier, better, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that yeah, that would have to be kind of a foundation almost, right? Yeah, like, um, that would be the way to get through mm-hmm, a lot of the. If there was complications, that would be the way to do it. Right. <laughs> Leading to the spiritual.
0: I mean, I obviously like on the thing it was talking about, like, uh, you know, on the page where it's saying, oh, they split because Machine Gun Kelly cheated, right, or something like that, right? Machine Gun Kelly is going to attract everyone right there's no way around that for that dude there apparently if you were to talk to him in real life you'd be like damn you know what I mean like it would be magnetic right I know that people tell me I'm magnetic so I know it's got to be a thing right it is yeah right so um and Pisces it, it, polyamory you know right definitely tends to be a, a theme there I don't know that you can be like hey let me nail you down fish let me nail your fins down you know you'd have no. to with some kind of contract or you know some kind of maybe not even contract right like some kind of
1: this is what just understanding yeah. have to be like and that that understanding would have to be also including like if we spiritually outgrow each other right right and swim different ways yeah. Um, would have to be like okay
0: yeah right? right so if you're a Pisces please know that you're not exactly meant for maybe one person it's not that you can't be married to one
1: person but you know there's definitely a I think you can be a hopeless romantic and be like a free non-committal fish at the same time right right doesn't mean you can't be a committal fish too right like it right. can be doesn't mean it's not possible but there's um
0: i mean my I venus Pisces all... gets stuck on one person she's stuck on one right you know like yeah. that's all there is yes
1: you're to attracted- you scorpio eighth too though i do Right, so like mm-hmm. but you can't let go know. yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's true oh misery misery you love it No, I don't. I beg to differ. I don't. I keep trying every spell in the book to break it, you know, not working. So apparently something's working against me,
1: you know, whatever. Whatever. There's there's just more to learn, right? It's just more to learn. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, that's
0: our podcast. YouTube,
1: what other couples do you guys want us to cover? Mm-hmm. Would be interesting. I want more LGBTQ
0: people, but damn, they don't put their charts up or they don't have exact times. <sighs> Give
1: me exact times, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So come on our show, let's talk yeah. about it. Let's do it. All right, we will see you next time, y'all. Keep
0: hitting the microphone. Bye. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac Playlists at TeamAquarius.com.